With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For one more beer for me, exile means quality, so savagely. Instant reaction podcast following Iowa's 14-10 loss to Northwestern. You know the only thing worse than having to put my thoughts together following a game like that and spending 20 minutes doing it is having to do it a second time when I accidentally deleted the first recording. That is a lack of execution of epic proportions on my level. It was unintentional. I never know what I'm going to say when I sit down to do these. And as I said in the first recording, which you'll never hear, which I don't even know if it was good or not. I said that I do that intentionally to be spontaneous. So me accidentally deleting my podcast was not some sadistic attempt at an object lesson to say, well, everybody makes mistakes. Look at me. I just did too. No, I'd much rather have that podcast back so I don't have to do this again. Not that I don't like spending time with you. It's not that. It's that I didn't really want to think about this anymore for the next 24 hours. So here we are. I don't know what has happened to Iowa the last three or four weeks, but you lose three in a row. After you're six and one, you're in the rankings, you climb moving on up. I mean, you lost to Penn State, you stayed in the rankings. You lost to Purdue, you stayed in the rankings. Maybe that just means there's a lot of average college football teams this year. You're not going to stay in the rankings after losing three straight. 14-10. The offense is lost. Absolutely lost. The players impact the game more than anything. But I don't know what Iowa's offensive game plan was for this contest. I don't know what they were working on all week. What was it? I mean, it, it had to be a heavy dose of the horizontal passing game all week long in practice. I don't just think they accidentally did that. Woke up this morning and said, well, it's cold out. We had no idea that was going to happen. And the wind's blowing. We had no idea that was going to happen. So let's just go with the horizontal passing attack. That was by design, and maybe it was by design because of those raw conditions that I just mentioned. 
I don't know that it was as bad as the Maryland game, at least with the wind. And Kirk Ferentz has been on record several times saying wind impacts football games more than anything. Strong winds is, is more challenging than other elements. Obviously, if you have four or five inches of snow, that'd be kind of hard. But um, I had a couple of passes downfield today. Northwestern made a couple of plays when they had to. And Iowa couldn't take advantage of the prosperity it was presented with on Northwestern's first turnover when Iowa had the ball down on its side of the field. And they go three and out and punted. From, they, they punted at the 38 or 37, the Northwestern 37, and it was a touchback, so they gained like 17 or 18 yards. Oh, I said that one's probably going to come back and hunt them. And it did. Um, Nate Stanley, great leader, good teammate, by all accounts. Great person, by all accounts. Good kid. This isn't this isn't the good kid podcast. To me, he looks a bit lost out there. He looks at times like a version, a fresh, a, a, a first year starting version of Nate Stanley that we didn't even see last year, with maybe the exception of the Wisconsin and Michigan State games. He's making pre snap determinations to where he's going to look first at snap. He's not seen half the he, he did I, I it just didn't look like he saw half the field in this game. Missing guys breaking open. I think that countdown clock that he and all quarterbacks need to have in their heads, that three seconds and get it the heck out, his is sped up. One, two, three. It needs to be one, two, three. It's like double time. And his pocket awareness is just not where it should be after being a starter. What was it last year? 12 games, 13 games. It's 21 games over half of his Iowa career. His pocket presence is not where it needs to be. I know a lot of people say that Peyton Mansell needs to play. I don't know a thing about Peyton Mansell other than what we've seen in the games or at kids' practices that have been on TV. I'm not, I don't know that Iowa should go to the bench this season. But I do believe that next spring, there needs to be a serious and real competition at quarterback. And I know the coaches will say, well, every position is open for competition in the spring. Eh, some are, some aren't, for real. Because Kirk Ferentz would also say in the other same breath, well, if Robert Gallery gets beaten out, shame on him. Okay? You know what I'm talking about. Peyton Mansell or whomever needs to believe, and the team needs to believe, that there was a legit competition. Noah Fan's body language out there is not good. And I don't know that I can blame him. Three targets today, one catch for zero yards. That's not good. He, he needs to have seven to eight targets minimum per game. Hawkinson had nine. Nick Easley had nine. Nick Easley isn't a preseason All-American and a potential first or second round draft pick. Noah Fant is. Noah Fant needs seven to ten targets a game. 
I don't care if he can if he's drawn that much attention either. To not throw it to Fant deep two or three times a game is almost criminal. He's your best athlete. He has safeties and linebackers on him, and he can jump vertically over 42 inches, and he's already 6'5". Throw him the damn ball. And when it's money downs, when it's third and six, third and seven, or fourth and three, fourth and four, and you're going to call a pass play, he has to be on the field. For him to not be on the field, why? Why? And if the answer is, well, he's not in the, the, the personnel or position grouping that we want to go with for that play in that situation, then either change that personnel group to include Fant or don't call that personnel group that excludes Fant. Fant's brother has a beef, a legit beef. For those of you that don't know, earlier this year, I think it was the Minnesota game, following that game, he was complaining on Twitter why Noah wasn't playing as much. I think, and in that game was, Noah got a bell ringer in that one, the concussion protocol in that game, but it was late. He's got a point. He's got a point. I think he has a point now. Back then, it's like, okay, thing, you know, don't, don't be saying things like that to rock the boat. Don't say that stuff publicly. You know, you're four and one. Then they got the six and one. See, nails that stick up get pounded when things are going well. But when they're not, they tend to draw more attention. That's just human nature, right? And where I was certainly not... I didn't like to see that the, those comments back then. I'm not saying I'd like to see them now, but I get it. And I think Fant is frustrated. Nate Stanley has the physical tools. But I'm beginning to wonder if he's a little shy, a little short on swagger. Drew Tate had the swag. Ricky Stanzi had it. At times, Nate Stanley has looked scintillating. So I've not given up on him. But he's not been consistent. And this far into his career, the consistency is the bigger concern. Because there's times he still looks lost out there. You can't have that from somebody that's started for almost two full seasons. You, you can't. Not at the most important position in sports. And okay, maybe his thumbs... I, I, I don't know. Stanley... To be great, you have to be consistently good. And he is not consistently good. There's no bigger fan of the Hawkeyes and the staff at Iowa's premier dish retailer, Big Dog Satellite and Solar. If you can't watch live, there's no better way to record every game than the hopper from Dish. Search or call Big Dog today and ask for the Hawkeye Tailgater Special. And with Fant, it's it's so incredibly perplexing. I just don't understand it. And I know many of you don't either. I, mean, I think TJ Hawkinson, I mean, Noah Fant or TJ Hawkinson, there's going to be some NFL teams that would prefer TJ Hawkinson's skill set over Noah Fant. So I'm not saying the nine targets that TJ had in this game and seven catches is bad. But Noah needs that many as well. And he certainly needs to be on the field for more plays than he's getting. 
So people have been asking, John, why, why isn't Fant playing more? Is he in the doghouse? Is he in the DJK doghouse? Well, he's still playing 40 snaps or so, 30, 40 snaps. So no, he's not in the doghouse if he's playing that much. I don't have the answer to why he's not in on some money downs. And it's been all season long. It's been not something new. It's not been something new. Or maybe he's injured. Well, if he was, that doesn't make any logical sense either, that he's injured. Because he's still out there 40-some snaps. I don't have an Occam's Razor option three to point to. When options one and two logically can be thrown out, there has to be something you can point to. Part of me says, okay, I don't think, I, I think that Stanley's automatically ignoring him at times off the snap because he's assuming he's going to be double covered. And maybe he is. And, but that doesn't account for why he's not out there in some of those money downs. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't answer that one. This is complex. I have no idea. There's no answer that I can arrive at. Not only is there no answer that I can arrive at that's good enough of an explanation, there's just no answer to arrive at. And like last week, Kirk Ferentz, when he was asked why he went for two, he said, well, I got to score as many points as possible. We felt like we had to score as many against possible because this game was going to be in the 40s. Well, that meant you were going to, in the second half, you were going to start going for two every time. If the answer to that's no, then you shouldn't have gone for two the first time. I don't even have one of those things to debate with the fan question. I don't know. I'm sliding my Twitter over here just to see if there's anything coming out of the post game. Because I believe that Kirk is going to be, and I'm not at the post game. I live in Oklahoma. I don't attend the games. Frankly, I prefer to watch them on my television. I like that view more so than any other view. So I don't know what is going on. I think some people are going to ask Kirk about it today. I just see here um, from Hawkeye's Mike, Ferentz prickles at fan questions, says the staff is playing their best guys. There is no more to this situation. Kirk's postgame presser getting testy with questions about why tight end Noah Fant wasn't on the field in key downs and was barely targeted. Ferentz not really answering the questions. Something is off with this. Yes, something is off with this. If there's really something is off, I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know if he's a distraction. I, I don't know. So anyway, and since Kirk's not going to answer it, and it, who knows, maybe I. I don't want to put words in people's mouth, and I don't want to say things negative about somebody that I don't know, so let's just leave it alone. Something's off with the offense. Well, John Northwestern ran for 184 yards. Northwestern scored 14 points. That's a winning number for Iowa. You hold your opponent to, opponent to 14 points, it's a winning number. Once again, as is most always the case in the Kirk Ferentz era when Iowa's teams fall short, it's the offense that is the problem. Iowa 3 of 13 today on third downs, 333 total yards, more than I would have thought, just 64 yards rushing. This team can't run. Well, they can't run. They came in this game averaging 150, but that's not, that's not where they want to be. They've struggled to run the ball all year. 
they don't have a game breaker at running back. I like the guys they have, but they need somebody that has that home run, big playmaking potential that can make the one guy miss in the flat. If you're going to throw that many balls to your running backs in the flat, you need to have Akron Wadley. You don't. If you're going to throw that many balls in the flat to your receiver, it needs to be somebody that has Amir Smith's Marset's speed, but is also sure-handed. sure-handed. Apparently they don't have that. I don't know. Frustrating. I know you're frustrated. Bewildered. Um, it'll be an interesting week. be an interesting day to read the columns just to see what everybody's take is on the way Kirk Ferentz answered the Noah fan question. At any rate, we will talk more on Monday with Mr. Dace to see what he thinks. Iowa now 6-4. and four. I picked them to go 8-4. and four. I had them at 6-4 and four through 10 games. So they're right where I thought they'd be. Had them winning their last two to get to 8-4. and four. I didn't quite think it looked like this. Because there have been times where this, this offense was tantalizing. I think it was through seven games, through six or through six games or seven, yeah, through seven games. I think I wrote something comparing this year's statistics to the 2002 Iowa team's offensive statistics through seven games, and I was very clear to say I didn't think that this team could hold 2002's jock straps. But still, yikes! All right, talk to you soon.